0: Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is November 28th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. We're going to jump over to chapter 2 of the first epistle of John. Now before we jump into specific scriptures, it's important to remember the theme of this book, the overarching theme of the epistles of John is the theme of God's love for his children. That is something that John just keeps teaching us about. But what's interesting is reading between the lines a little bit, what other things does John teach us about and how do they point us to God's love? Meaning John is going to teach us about a lot of other things, but everything that he teaches teaches us about how much God loves his children. For example, we talked two days ago about the law of the witnesses. That law was given to us so that we could better recognize truth from error. It's to help us from being deceived, it's to help keep us from being deceived. Yesterday, we talked about light and everything that that encompasses, God's light and sharing that light. That light is a gift from God to help us see and experience his love. Now today, as we jump into these verses, it might seem a little bit different. It might be like, well, these aren't necessarily a witness of God's love, but I testify that it is. It might be, other than the Savior Jesus Christ himself, it might be the greatest witness of his love. He says in chapter 2, verse 3, it says, And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him, Verily is the love of God perfected, hereby know that we are in him. So even though the idea of commandments or God's laws might not necessarily jump off the page at us as being evidence of God's love, it is an incredible testimony of God's love. God loves us enough to keep us safe. He loves us enough to give us commandments so that we can change, become more like him, and eventually return to him through the grace and mercy and help of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Several years ago in 2010, Elder Arnold gave one of my favorite talks that I've ever heard. It's called, What Have You Done With My Name? And in that talk, he tells a story of his wife, a story from her childhood that she told him not long after they were newlyweds. Listen to this story and listen for what it teaches us about God's love and how the commandments are really an evidence of God's love for us. Shortly
1: after my sweetheart, Yvonne, and I were married, she shared with me a story about how she learned in her youth this important doctrine that we are free to choose, but we are not free to choose the consequences of our actions. With the help of my daughter, Shelley, I would like to relate Sister Arnold's experience. Quote, When I was fifteen years old, I often felt there were too many rules and commandments. I wasn't sure that a normal, fun-loving teenager could enjoy life with so many restrictions. Furthermore, the many hours spent working on my father's ranch were seriously dipping into my time with my friends. This particular summer, one of my jobs was to assure that the cows grazing on the mountain pasture did not break through the fence and get into the wheat field. A cow grazing on growing wheat can bloat, causing suffocation and death. One cow in particular was always trying to stick her head through the fence. One morning, as I was riding my horse along the fence line checking on the cattle, I found that the cow had broken through the fence and gotten into the wheat field. To my dismay, I realized she had been eating wheat for quite some time because she was already bloated and looked much like a balloon. I thought, You stupid cow! (laughs) That fence was there to protect you, yet you broke through it, and you have eaten so much wheat that your life is in danger. I raced back to the farmhouse to get my dad. However, when we returned, I found her lying dead on the ground. I was saddened by the loss of that cow. We had provided her a beautiful mountain pasture to graze in and a fence to keep her away from the dangerous wheat. Yet she foolishly broke through the fence and caused her own death. As I thought about the role of the fence, I realized that it was a protection, just as the commandments and my parents' rules were a protection. The commandments and rules were for our own good. I realized that obedience to the commandments could save me from physical and spiritual death. That enlightenment was a pivotal point in my life." Sister Arnold learned that our kind, wise, and loving Heavenly Father has given us commandments not to restrict us as the adversary would have us believe, but to bless our lives and to protect our good name and our legacy for future generations. Just like the cow that received the consequences of her choice, each one of us must learn that the grass is never greener on the other side of the fence, nor will it ever be, for wickedness never was happiness. Each one of us will receive the consequences of our choices when this life is over. The commandments are clear. They are protective. They are not restrictive, and the wonderful blessings of obedience are numberless.
0: I absolutely love that talk, and even though the story is heartbreaking, I think it's such a powerful illustration of God loving us enough to set limitations for us. It's funny, that talk came out when I was a teacher, and I used to think all the time my students would do something, and I'd think, oh, stupid cow. (laughs) Or sometimes my kids do something and I think, stupid cow. (laughs) Don't tell him I said that. (laughs) But we all do the same, but we all do the same thing sometimes at one point or another. We all get so focused on what we want that we overlook the barrier, that we overlook the laws and the commandments that God gives us to protect us from things. Sometimes we get so focused on what we want that we step over those protections in order to get what we want. We lie a little. We compromise our integrity or our honor. It's my testimony, my friends, that those commandments that God gives us are given to us to protect us. Now, what does that have to do with this particular verse? Listen to verse three again. It says, And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. How does keeping his commandments imply that we know our Father in heaven. It's simply because when we keep his commandments, even or maybe especially when it's difficult to do so or when we want to do something different, when we're willing to put aside our will for God's will, that shows our Father in heaven that we know him enough to know that he has placed those commandments there for a reason. Just like Elder Arnold's wife's father had placed that fence there for a reason. He knew something that the cow didn't know. The cow was so fixated on the wheat. I'm sure cows love to eat wheat because it tastes better than what they graze on. So he was so fixated on the wheat that he broke through that protection and he ignored what was set in front of him to protect him. My friends, do we sometimes do that in our lives? Do we get so focused on what we want that we... Forget about what God has placed in front of us to protect us. When we keep God's commandments, especially when it goes against what might be our will, when we keep his commandments, it is a testimony that we know our Father in heaven. We know him enough to know that he loves us, that he cares for us, and that he understands and knows things that we might not be able to understand or know. It makes sense that John also taught in the Gospel of John, chapter 17, that this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Life eternal is coming to know and understand God, to know him enough, to fill of his love enough, to have that deep desire to follow him and to keep his commandments. But I love that he includes Jesus Christ in that too, not just to know God, but to know the Savior, because we are not going to be perfect in our attempts to follow our Father in heaven, and we're not going to be perfect in our attempts to keep the commandments. And so we have to know Christ as well. We have to know his atonement. We have to know what his grace can do for us, especially when we fall short. Thank you so much for listening today.